0: You are listening to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria, founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders to share their testimonies and their ministries. Our goal is to help you follow what Jesus taught in Matthew 6, 33. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Now, here's our host, Marina Maria.
1: Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, Pastor Jeffrey Daly from Middletown, California, who founded a ministry called National Day of Repentance focusing on the USA but also the nations. Thank you, Pastor Jeffrey, for returning to Faith City Outreach to finish discussing the importance of a global repentance based on 2nd Chronicles 7:14. Pastor Jeffrey, please take us through the steps of repentance. What is the first step, second step, third step, etc.?
2: Oh, that's such a great question. This is a classically excellent question. Here's the first step. You, you feel in your heart, in your conscience that you've done something wrong. There's this little side of you that realizes, you know, that I got too angry or I, I was, you know, too filled of my own ego or whatever your issue was. You, you, you acknowledge that. And then the next move, though, into repentance is that you confess it to the Lord. You, you say, you know, Lord, I realized that was wrong. It doesn't square up with who you are and what your word says. So that would be step two. And then step three is you have the courage to and maturity to say, you know, this is a pattern. Maybe I grew up with. Maybe I was born into it. Maybe my parents were like this and I picked it up. And I can see it's false. And I want to get rid of it. Would you help me, Lord? And so you change, you make a free will decision to change your conduct. You change your heart and your mind. It's, it's, it's a mature decision. To, it's kind of like saying, I'm giving up smoking. And you really do. You really actually do it. And so it's, it's, that's the third step the next step is that you actually have to practice it you put your new your new decision into practice you show people as soon as you can when because the enemy will test you pretty quickly put put out the new person in you the new quality in you that is more godly as opposed to the old person that would have behaved the other way and so you actually express the new side of you and that then becomes available to other people close to you and and neighbors and friends and so forth and they see the new person so repentance is this whole process all the way to the point where others are acknowledging you and saying, wow, you've changed, you're more, I mean, they may not say you're more like Jesus, you're more godly, but they'll just say, hey, you're, you know, you're softer, you're nicer, you're, there's something about you that's really, really different, what happened, and then you can give your testimony, well, I I found the Lord, and I decided to get rid of the old patterns, the old sin patterns in my life. So repentance is a gift, and it's a process. Now, there's one other caveat, though. It's in the first chapter of Romans. If you are so deep into sin that you delight in your sin constantly, at some point, your heart and mind is so hardened that you don't feel that conscience you don't feel that nudge in you that says oh this is wrong and at that point you're <laughs> short of a miracle from the lord you've missed the whole point of life you missed the whole point of the gift of repentance
1: now when you get to that point you said that it takes a miracle
2: yeah it would for take
1: your heart to change
2: yeah it would take a real miracle miracle and god can do miracles amen god can- uncles you know so you know there's hope for everyone but certainly you don't want to get to that pattern of right. saying oh, wow sin is great i'm just gonna i'm gonna jump into pornography or i'm gonna jump into you know drugs or i'm gonna jump into and delight in child trafficking or what, wherever you're at i mean no don't stop stop today find the kingdom go into the kingdom and change your character and repent.
1: Right now, does it take a long time to forgive someone? Because I also have heard comments where people say, well, he or she has done so much to me.
2: No, no, it doesn't take long. It's, it's a decision of your free will. It's a decision that is not even based on your thinking or your reasoning it's, it's a kind of a spiritual decision of maturity to say, you know what? Th- there's no way that I can go back and relive this. It happened. It's really unpleasant. Nonetheless, I'm just going to seek God and ask him to help me s- just wash it away. I'm just, it's so, so it's, it could be done really quickly if you have the spiritual courage and maturity to do it.
1: You have to be face to face with the person or persons you need to forgive.
2: No, you don't. You don't. It might even be easier that you're not, because I would think face to face, it's so tempting to to get back into the old person and get angry and get, you know, whatever. No, it's it it can be done. Prayer knows no distance. And so you it's really your own personal maturity with the Lord to say, Lord, you gave us the gift of forgiveness. You gave us the gift of repentance. Would you, would you operate that through me? Could Would you help me forgive, help build up my, like there's verses that say, build up my faith. You can also say, build up my ability to forgive so-and-so help mm-hmm. me do this. I want to really move on in life. So it could be done pretty quickly.
1: I like the scripture your website uses. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. You double-minded, lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. James chapter
2: four, verse seven through 10. Yes, 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 That was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Well, the word is so beautiful. It's really great. And then once you do humble yourself, joy follows repentance. Joy follows forgiveness. Joy and liberation follow. So it's just a beautiful gift of God.
1: Right. And knowing that, knowing that joy follows and knowing that peace follows, knowing that everything good afterwards follows, that should be a great encouragement to do it.
2: That's right. Well, I wish this was <laughs> PS Evening News right now. We need to know, yeah, we need to just tell the whole planet how good God is and these wonderful solutions that he provides. We have to use them. We have to exercise these gifts. And uh, But this is so good to do this program with you, Marina, because there's so much that's distorted and unknown about this gift. In fact, yeah, years ago, when I was opening the bank account with the clerk bank, a young girl in her 20s, she looked at me and said, well, Pastor Jeff, what is, and then she kind of said each syllable, what is repentance? What is it? Repentance. She had never heard the word. She had no clue what the word was. So we have a job to do, Marina, to educate the planet.
1: Absolutely. And going along with that on your website, it says that anyone can start a national day of repentance. What does someone have to do to start this pastor Jeffrey? (laughs)
2: Let's
1: do it today.
2: Yeah, Yeah, let's do it. Let's do one. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) I'm serious. What do we, what do we need to do though? You probably want some people together on your team to be in prayer because there will be a lot of um, hostility and, and even, uh, you know, animosity almost, or laughter and joking. And, but so you start with a prayer team and then make a declaration as to a given day to hold this either in your church, your city, your state, or whatever we held in California. Uh, about a year and a half ago, a day of repentance. And we went to the state capitol, we blew the shofars, we had prayer points on that given day and people all over the state. I don't know how many, the Lord knows the number. We wish there had been more people there, but we put the word out through our networks and each person individually then did what was on his or her heart it's all one-on-one with the lord you can you don't have to be public with other people Mm -hmm. um yes you may have a crowd of people with you but each one of you individually is getting right with god on that given day so it's a kind of another word for this is is a sacred assembly it's Mm -hmm. an assembly of believers in christ and they have picked a given day and then they do it so it takes someone that has the courage to just say we're going to do it and you start lining people up to show up um, often at a a capital of a state or show up at the church if it's if it's something the church is going to do within itself Um, and even nationally all, all it would take is for the, either the Congress or the president to, to make a proclamation. We have, for example, days of prayer. There's a National Day of Prayer every year, but it only includes prayer. It doesn't include repentance. Mm-hmm. And when you read the elements of the word of God in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, prayer is part of it. But it also includes that last key part, turn from your wicked ways. The Lord wants us to turn. He wants, he's coming soon. Mm -hmm. And this nation is a mess. So it's time. And so this is what's on my heart every day. How can I, who do I write? You know, I wrote a whole book to President Trump and have not ever received an answer from him. Um, I've written congressmen and senators, and I've written church leaders, leaders of the Baptist church, etc. No answer. So I'm just going to keep trying. Yes, and keep praying. (laughs) Yeah, keep praying (laughs) for the breakthrough. Yes. God's solution. And we've done it 803 times in the past. So I'm thinking, actually, of creating a project called Project 804. The Project 804 would be to national leaders, either in the church and or in politics, call again for a day of prayer, fasting and humiliation.
1: And would that be a certain day every year that you're asking for?
2: No, it it would just just be one time. I mean, you could do you could do it again. Obviously, you could do it as often as you wanted. But Mm -hmm. the first one is to just, I mean, my desire would be for this to go national. Right. It's really this the nation has never been so fragmented as it is right now. It's really hanging by a thread. It's not healthy at all.
1: Right. And as you had stated, too, that um, when the before the Lord gave you this ministry, he put it in your heart or he told you that we have forgotten him. Mm-hmm. That still exists exactly. today.
2: Yes, yes, yes. When you you talk about people that are even now, obviously, they're they're talking about the, the border situation. They're talking about Afghanistan. They're talking about there's so many horrific things that have happened, but no one is talking about God's word that deals with these situations. How do we heal it? Oh, let's look at what God says. Now our forefathers knew the Bible so much better than the current generation. We have really forgotten the Bible. We kept them out of the school. We kept God out of um, our civic life or so, in so many ways, so they don't even know God's solution. So that's what I'm trying to educate them, to, to look at God's word.
1: When is your next day of national repentance?
2: Well, we have been holding on April 30th each year, a what I call a grass day of repentance. April 30th was a day that George Washington was inaugurated in in 1789 as our first president. And April 30th was a day, was one of the three days that Abraham Lincoln chose as a day of fasting, prayer, and humiliation. And then the last senator in the US Senate in the Watergate scandal in 1973, a senator from Oregon, called for a day on April 30th, 1974, but it was the resolution was passed in the Senate but did not pass the House, and it was never held. So we think April 30th is a good date and we just are going to keep doing it and and the numbers grow each year. We've been holding this one since 2012 this will be now the coming up to the 10th year in a row and we just are praying that someone some politician or some church leader would have the courage to say you know what i've been reading god's solution and i've been reading american christian history and let's let's do it again let's have that day and let's have god's hand heal the United States of America.
1: Amen. And how are you inviting these uh, political leaders, or even just um, church leaders worldwide? Well, I write,
2: or I write articles all the time on constant contact, and I we have a database of about four thousand people, most of whom are in the United States and in throughout all the churches. And I do know some of these leaders, I I continue to really maybe bug them or annoy them and saying, hey, isn't this time? Let's do it together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm waiting for that response. And, you know, it's just a matter of continuing and continuing.
1: Amen. And Pastor Jeffrey, this radio interview is going to go global. It reaches every nation in the world. So. We know and believe right now in the name of Jesus, that there are leaders that are listening to this radio interview, that the Holy Spirit will touch them and contact you to be involved in the National Day of Repentance on April 30th of this year.
2: Yes, that would be so cool. It would be wonderful because the Holy Spirit knows no distance. Prayer knows no distance. And it unifies the body, they can pray in Finland or Fiji or Philadelphia it's all the body of Christ and it's a beautiful it's a beautiful way to build unity yeah Thank you Marina that's a beautiful prayer.
1: You're welcome. And I decree and declare that every leader, that any leader that is listening now in the name of Jesus, that the Holy Spirit will touch their hearts and that they, even though they may not understand it, but that they will be pulled by the Holy Spirit to reach you in the name of Jesus to be involved in this um, day of national repentance. Actually, it's going to be a global repentance.
2: Yes, 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 yes. Yes, they could do it in their own nation on mm-hmm. any other day also. But yes, we can pick April 30th globally. That would be so awesome. The Lord would be pleased. It, Amen. He's in charge.
1: Yes, he is. Pastor Jeffrey, in the second part to Second Chronicles 7.14, where it says, Then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Do you think God hasn't healed our land because we haven't repented and He is still waiting for us to do it?
2: Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. If we don't repent, judgment will be certain. It's it's really that obvious. If we are stupid enough to think we can go for a hundred years without God instead of looking to him, then we're, we're facing judgment. So it's, it's that clear. God's not going to change his, his law, so to speak, his word, his way of handling it. And if we forgot 800 earlier miracles where we avoided pestilence, we avoided disease, we avoided war, we avoided drought, Uh, If we're stupid enough as a culture to forget that, then how can we be shocked when we all fall apart? So basically, you know, we have to do it. We have to repent.
1: Yes. May the fear of the Lord come back to us.
2: Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes, exactly.
1: Pastor Jeffrey, what would a healed land look like?
2: Oh my gosh, I know we've almost forgotten, huh? <laughs> really? Well, it looks it looks like people are smiling. People are smiling. They don't have masks on. They're smiling. And they're wanting to get to know their neighbors and they're reaching out in community. And they're, they're supporting each other, whether they're in the body of Christ or not. There's a great deal of um, fellowship and, and, and joy. It, it's a release of joy over that land, God's blessings. And so there's rain and crops and food and work and uh, children born and good things that happen. God just breathes life onto that nation. It's real clear that God either gives blessings or curses, and we want to be in on the blessings. And so to do that, part of our covenant with the living God is to humble ourselves personally and as a nation.
1: Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Jeffrey, for being on Faith City Outreach to share about not only about the ministry that the Lord has given you, but also about the importance of national, of a national and global repentance that I know will happen on April 30th. And so many leaders are going to be involved. Pastor Jeffrey, would you end this uh, program with a one-minute prayer?
2: Well, I'd be honored to do that, Marina. Thank you so much. You've had wonderful questions. Well, Heavenly Father, Abba, in Jesus's holy name, in Yeshua's name, Lord, spread your gift of repentance. It's your gift, Lord, in your words. Please spread through these these wonderful radio programs that uh, my sister in Christ, Lord, we just pray this would go all over the world. It would awaken people, leaders especially, to say, oh, my, I never saw repentance like this before. I'm going to see it in the word. I will pray to the Lord. And Lord, we just pray you would move on hearts and minds to open them up to your gift of repentance, the power of repentance to come into the kingdom in the first place and then to cleanse and then also to heal a nation. It's such a beautiful gift, Lord. So we, I just pray this, this show and other shows like it will go far and wide to awaken, especially the body of Christ, Lord. You are You see it as the bride. You're the soon coming bridegroom. And we just ask for your blessing over these shows. Spread your gift far and wide. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
0: You've been listening to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria, founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Join us next time as Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders to share their testimonies in their ministries. All music is courtesy of zapsplat.com and our thanks goes out to Four Winds Ministries in Arizona for partnering with Faith City Outreach. If you'd like to support this ministry, just go to fcoprogram.com and click the donate button. Thanks for listening. Have a blessed day.